Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM on the app, rockoftalk.com on your computer, and rockoftalk.tv everywhere else. Yes, you can watch us. We have our own servers. You cannot ban us any longer on YouTube. This is a Liberty or Death Monday. Glad to be here with you. Uh, first hour, D. Dowd Muska. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm very well today, Mr. Aragon. I uh, spent the afternoon with my New Mexico family, my uh, brother and sister Nate and Renata, and my niece Anastasia. And oh. It's just great to reconnect with people, even the world's most introverted human being. Benefits by having some social content. Shout-outs <laughs> going to kick off the... Uh, speaking of shout-outs, we're going to be, I guess, doing a lot of shout-outs uh, here during the first and second hour. We've got a loaded program here for you. Uh, Detective Sean Willoughby will be here, the Albuquerque Police Forward Officers Association President. He'll be here at 420. Tomorrow's 420. Oh, dude. Uh, you've been fauci uh, Where's the COVID? Where's the love? Where's the COVID? Where's Fauci? And then uh, everybody down south cutting foot loose during the first hour, second hour. Hey, isn't Marty still the mayor? Hey, isn't Marty still the mayor? He's like always the mayor. He's always the mayor, like always. And then we'll have uh, some fun with Murder Mike. Uh, we'll go woke with uh, a little Beyond Thunderdome, Maxine Waters, DeSantis, riots in Portland, Milwaukee. I mean, we're just we're ready to burn some cities down. And fear of a tricultural planet, the uh, woke Black Lives Matter movement. And then we'll talk about going woke uh, during our third hour. Woke and broke, uh, gallery owner. We didn't get to that uh, actual story, but we have to do that. And then it is Virgin Galactic implosion time. <laughs> you think the Challenger couldn't get out of the atmosphere? Oh, is it too early? still too early? Uh, this much later? I got a little video that shows we that. We dropped another dollar today. Oh. Six of the seven uh, astronauts are still alive. I don't know what to say about that. trump palooza and you're fired. But, uh, well, let's kick it off. Let's keep it local, shall we? Let's uh, talk about our first congressional district nominee, uh, that would be Mark Boers. Remember, he beat me, right? He beat me. And, you know, the <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. When someone beats you and you're just like, you're kind of scratching your head, you're like, uh, what, what did you do exactly? Well, today would actually mark exactly one month since he filed his federal election yeah. commission. So happy, uh, happy one month old, uh, and boy, talk about, uh, Failure, failure to launch uh, a campaign that has failed to get onto its feet. Well, he's a big guy, so hard to kind of get tons of fun off the uh, off the platform there. But it's not looking good, folks. Uh, let's just say maybe you should have gone with somebody else. Maybe Elisa Martinez, even. I would have been totally fine with that. I think she's a, a great person. You know, stands on principles, good person. But let's talk about what the Albert, the AP released on Saturday. Remember, they are squarely in the corner of the people who pay them. This is paid for news, and boy, this is not exactly something they wanted to talk about, uh, Dowd. No. I know that uh, this is something that's like, well, is there more information here? What can we know about? And let's break into the campaign of Mark Moore's exactly one month old today. I mean, a lot of people don't pay attention to deadlines, timelines. He announced on the 15th and filed till the 19th. You know, it was really amazing about Elisa's campaign is when she filed and launched, it was like all at one time. Like, that's a professional campaign. Indeed. You know, people need to people need to understand that like, when you're going with all pros. Oh, speaking of pros, uh, Jay Block announced his gubernatorial campaign on Saturday. Good turnout. Lots of uh, people from the military there, and uh, that was nice to see, but 
Uh, he'll be doing a lot more events, so I think that's in full swing. We'll talk about the mayoral election uh, a little bit later on uh, in the program during our second hour. talk about a vaccine for bad public policy. Uh, Jay Block's candidacy, I think New Mexicans might be subjected to some ideas they aren't allowed to be subjected to. Jay's going to have, uh, I think, provide some of the tough love the state needs. Tough uh, love. That's what Maybe that's what the uh, state needs just in general. Mm-hmm. We just need some tough love. Okay, so let's talk about Mark Morris for a second. Okay. So, state senator, if he were to win, it would give the supermajority to the Democrats. That would be 28-14, 2-1. All right, that means anything that passes the House, the, the, the senators don't even need to show up on the Republican side. But he's got lots of backing from inside the party. Not, but anyway, there's a gang of people who are involved with him. And he's a co-owner of a Roswell-based medical diagnostic testing business called Pathology Consultants of New Mexico. You don't really get this much vetting, generally, from a lot of news organizations. They don't really go in, they let you answer questions, but seldom do you get that second or third cut. So they go in, they look at his company, and he's been on the front lines of efforts to trace the spread of the coronavirus. Pretty good deal, right? Oh, business has been really good this last year. No, apparently not for Mark Moores, okay? Because Mark Moores needed $1.84 million from the federal government. Now, imagine, this is, this is remember, you want to talk about essential, non-essential businesses? Essential business is anybody who's doing testing. Uh, and hard to believe that's run by a Republican, but, the, you know, quote, quote, unquote, Republican. Anything we can One, do to get those numbers hey, up. Get the numbers whatever, up. yeah, get the numbers up. More <laughs> testing, more testing, more testing. No matter, no matter, swing, bad end. You're not sick. Go get tested. <laughs> the laboratory received $1.84 million in federal payroll support loans over that entire time, which, according to the reports, may not have to be repaid. Hmm. Did you receive a PPP loan? Does it have to be repaid? Hmm. Getting's good. How's the stock market these days? Pretty good, right? Everyone's counting their money, dollar, dollar bills. Y'all, everybody out there having a good time. So as the pandemic took hold, pathologists, uh, consultants with their $1.84 million operated one of only a handful of high-volume testing machines used to analyze nasal swab samples and detect the genetic... Do you think if we asked Mark Moores about what type of PCR test uh, he's running... Do you Cycle threshold. <laughs> do you think he'd know anything about that? Let's have a debate. Uh, Yeadon versus uh, Moore. Yeadon, Yeadon. <laughs> I bring a strong, unique perspective on that, having been on the front lines of the battle. Really? What's the battle? You know, the long lines waiting for your money to kind of roll in? $1.84 million. Who else has received money like that? Well, that's not the rub, okay? What the article doesn't discuss in all of this, and now that we're in a month in, we get to actually discuss Mark Moores himself and his candidacy. Now, we as free market-oriented, you know, essential business, private business owners... Do we want the government involved in our business? So just just uh, hands up, anybody who wants the, the... I see no hands. Nobody's raising their hands out there in the market. Yep. This is generally something we don't do. What did I advise people do from the very beginning? Do not take the PPP loan. Do whatever you can. If you need to go ahead and lay people off, lay people off. That's what they did to you and your business. Several businesses I advised on, several people who had... Eddie, what should I do? Well, here's what you do. They created the problem, make them pay for it. You have your UI insurance that you have to go ahead and pay for, make them pay for the unemployment stuff. And, boy, they're happy to do that because they think they can win them over. 
think that unemployment insurance is running all the way till what is it? September now, the end of September. Oh, yeah. So documents obtained by the Associated, I love the way they phrase it, obtained by the Associated Press through a public records request show that the governor's office scrambled to obtain precursor chemicals for pathology consultants to continue virus testing last year in May. So here's the whole deal. This is a 70-year-old business. Mark Moores owns it along with his wife, but it's in Roswell, New Mexico. Wait, I thought he was a state senator from here, yeah. right? Albuquerque what's, uh, what's going on in Roswell there, buddy? So let's look at this. On the face of this, yeah, this is okay. Okay, he needed it. Yeah, it was essential business. Uh, Dowd, you've looked at his em- employees on the website. How many staffers we have? Well, I mean, they have six pathologists on staff. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they have a lot of support staff, but boy, 1.8 million, if, if it really is a small staff, that seems like a lot of money for what looks like it could be a relatively small staff. I mean, 1.8 million, ladies and gentlemen? 1.845 million, to be exact, through the PPP, Paycheck Protection Program, with two forgivable loans between 2020 and 2021. I don't know. I think at this point, we could probably look at uh, how the business actually does. Let's. Why don't we evaluate that at this point? Because Mark Moores himself has actually lent himself $200,000 for his own CD1 campaign. Now, this is the guy who went out on stage while I'm campaigning, talking about what's going on, and said, I've already raised $250,000 on the first day. Oh, well, I guess we now know how this whole thing happened, right? Mark Moores lent himself $200,000, and he has yet to pay back the money to the federal government. Does any of that sound right to you as a quote-unquote Republican, folks? I'd like to kind of know that at this point. Does that sound okay to you? Is that like somebody who's going to be able to go ahead and get off the ground here? So you're telling me that you've lent yourself four times the amount that people have actually decided to sponsor you, advertise for you, decide to donate to you and your campaign. That's pretty incredible. That doesn't exactly seem to me like a vote of confidence at this point. Now let's go ahead and break down the campaign donations for one Mark Moore's federal candidate, 1st Congressional District. Yeah, uh, the candidates have to file with the federal government. It's an uh, entity called the Federal Election Commission. You have to disclose your your donations. I think there's a minimum threshold. Uh, So you have to disclose your donations as of the end of March. So he did declare on the 19th and said he had all this money. At the end of March, I don't think he has to file again for another month or maybe another quarter. He had $251,563 total receipts. That's the money that has come in. Now, that is inclusive, meaning it includes the $200,000 that he loaned himself. This is right from the FEC record itself. So you've got 80% of that fundraising coming from the candidate himself. In terms of individual contributions, $41,063. That that, uh, comprises 16.3% of all the money he raised. Not exactly a you know, broad-based, grassroots, ringing endorsement of, of, of uh, funders throughout the state. Party committee contributions, so that's the New Mexico Republican Party in the first few weeks of his candidacy, that would be uh, $0.00. So the party wasn't giving him any money at all. Uh, we're going to get more disclosures moving forward as the campaign goes on, but right now, 
Mark Moore's seems to be the candidacy seems to be mostly a Mark Moore's operation, not not sort of a widespread grassroots grass fire groundswell support. You can buy yourself a candidacy, uh, D. Dowd Muska. If you get one point eight four five billions from federal government, you decide you want to go ahead and run for a seat, and who cares if you happen to win and get a uh, majority over? It really doesn't matter. It's all about you and your personal political ambitions. Money at this is point. fungible. Money is fungible. And he's taken it on the chin from a number of competitors. So, by the way, he is bailed out of the uh, one of the debates. So that no is way. Coming. Yeah, and did you know that the other <laughs> candidates... Yeah, he bailed out of the... Uh, I think it was like the Black Lives Matter debate on KUNM. Oh. It was the... Uh, I don't know what it is. Let me... Actually, I do know what it is. I have it right here. So Mark Moores is... Uh, he's on the run, uh, running from a debate. Uh, this one is New Mexico CD1 Congressional... The New Mexico BBC Black Voters Collaborative. We'll talk about that a little bit later. KUNM Professor Sonia Gibson-Rankin and KUNM host Khalil... You, Colonna, I don't know if he could pronounce that, you know, since he has such great Spanish diction. Participating candidates include an independent candidate, Aubrey Dunn, Libertarian Chris Manning, who, by the way, was allowed to stay in into the race. Uh, Blair Dunn's attempt at doing that uh, failed uh, miserably. They didn't even get it out of the bench. They're like, yeah, we'll just write, write this out. And Democratic State Representative Melanie Stansberry, Republican State Senator Mark Morris, initially accepted, but now later withdrew, according to event organizers. Maybe it had something to do with this write-up coming from the Associated Press. Now, taking it on the chin from Aubrey Dunn Jr., he's actually raised more money than uh, Mark Moores has raised from other people. This is just more of a partisan hypocrisy that we have come to expect. He wrote in an email. Moore says he and his company save lives. Testing saved lives, apparently. Did you know that testing saves? Right. Save lives during the middle of a pandemic, and trying to politicize that is the lowest kind of And politics. yet here I am, still alive, I and I never got lowest, tested. I think the lowest kind of politics is actually buying a candidacy and feigning that you raised a quarter of a million dollars. And what we didn't know is that you literally gave all that money to yourself after taking $1.845 million from the federal government. Five fifty fifty five hundred. That's five fifty fifty five hundred. How do you how do you get a contract like that, Dowd? I don't know if you're a state senator. It's probably a little easier than you're going to get the inside take on that. <laughs> get a sniff at that. See what's going on. Detective Sean Willoughby. Well, maybe we ought to ask Sean Willoughby how you find that. They don't do. They don't prosecute white collar. They don't look into that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about uh, some some fake campaign stuff that's been going on here. Namely, one Tim Keller event uh, that was uh, the Proud Boys. One day, Ontay Williams, who is uh, trying to jump into the middle of all that. Yes, he is an African American, and he was the lone Proud Boy who was out there talking about <laughs> white pride. Yes, you can't make larping, this up. Larping, larping. Only in the strangest of all places. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Four twenty-one back and four. AM six hundred KIVA. Rockoftalk.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. 
yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Life Spring at Salon Helena, Albuquerque's home for Kangen Water. Life springs from the water you drink. Alkaline water is healthy water. Change the water you drink. Change your life. Go to water.theplaceilike.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van Ness, 256-1255. That's 256-1255, or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. Eight five six. 1171 856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com who's protecting your home or business i'm aaron jones founder of international protective service ips maybe you signed up for a local armed response then found out you were selected in a buyout and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company that is not what you signed up for the local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather looking really nice out there right now. Maybe some winds later this week, but it's going to be a really, just a good week all the way around. Right now, on the hilltop in Los Alamos, it's 60 degrees under partly cloudy skies, mostly clear in four hills with 69, and it's 69 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, the traffic-wise, uh, looks like they are clearing that accident. Indian School and uh, Wyoming. So the lanes are open there, so that's good news. If you're making your way north on Eubank, they're coming away from Kirtland Air Force Base. A typical drudge right there from uh, between Central and Chico. You're going to really start tapping the brake under 10 miles an hour all the way up to I-40. And, of course, one lane both directions 
on Unser, and that would be between Westside right there at about uh, Russ Medical Center on up towards Southern. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by theplaceilike.com. You know when somebody says, yeah, I'm looking for a really good, what you do is say theplaceilike.com. So, for example, if they were looking for cigars, just say cigars.theplaceilike.com. It's going to take you to the best, biggest humidor yes, in is. New Mexico. That's right. Yep. And if you say, well, tacos.theplaceilike.com, it's going to take you right to Taco Tote on Central across from Highland. Theplaceilike.com, it just makes sense. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. But I wound up here. I just have to look good. I don't have to be clear. Come and whisper in my ear. Give us dirty laundry. Take a winner up. Take a winner down. Take a winner up. Take a winner down. 427 here in the Kiva. Glad to be here with you. And, uh, you know, good little wrap, uh, by the way, with, uh, with, with Dowd. You had some other in- interesting observations. One last observation about Mark Moore's yeah. in terms of his business loss and then taking the PPP loan. It, you would have lost that, and it doesn't really add up, does it? No, I mean, he says in the article, the AP article, we were shut down about an 80% reduction in business between hospitals and medical offices. So mm-hmm. if you lose 80% of your regular revenue, obviously that... 1.8 million is going to make up for a lot of that, and then, as you say, Eddie, 200 grand just sort of pops into existence in the campaign. Not unreasonable for voters to want to know the full story there. Yeah, a little, especially on this COVID shutdown and uh, being an essential, essential, excuse me, business. We have a detective, Sean Willoughby, is the Albuquerque Police Officer Association president. It's been a little while since we've spoken to him because he's very busy during the uh, state legislature uh, trying to do whatever he can to sort of hold the line. And uh, Detective Sean Willoughby, thanks for being here. Glad to have you in the Kiva. Thank you so much, Eddie. Do you hear me? Can you hear me good? We hear you straight on. You're great. And uh, nice. as always, we appreciate you. You know, got, got, you. My, got my beautiful thin blue line uh, flag there. Just want to let you me know. Me too. Yeah, you got it too. Look at that. A little flag. I need, a, I need a headphone though so oh, I can look like Dowd and you. I, I need something. <laughs> well, you don't want to look like me. We are, We kind of already look like brothers. Have you noticed that? I mean, you know, you could pass we're very, we're very handsome. We're very handsome men. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that, but there, you, you can call yourself <laughs> handsome. Uh, you, you, well, I'll say as in a gentlemanly way, you certainly are. All right, some interesting things uh, taking place, and uh, I got to tell you, uh, the number of murders we're tracking forty-one today. APD's official count is thirty-six. Uh, after this weekend, we're starting to look at this, and it doesn't it doesn't look good. But that's the least of the worries, seemingly in the public perception, because when you have 17 police officers who voluntarily lead a particular squad uh, because they feel it's being politicized, we have ourselves a problem. So I know we weren't able to get on the horn last week, but tell us what happened. So Reader's Digest version is that. Um there was uh, supposedly a Proud Boy rally that was going to happen. I've been born and raised in Albuquerque. I've lived here my whole life. I've never met a Proud Boy that lives in Albuquerque. Right. But they were going to organize and have a rally. Uh, there was a counter-protest of approximately two. And there was this this person that wanted to exercise his First Amendment right and his Second Amendment right. And he did so in a, in a peaceful, non-threatening manner. I mean, anytime you have somebody with an assault rifle and, 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 a, and an open carry state, a gun, it's not a warm and fuzzy for law enforcement, but it is within the Constitution. It's not against the law. 
Um, I think that he got the attention of the counter-protests who started to approach him and surround his family. As you can see on the news, he, he wanted to teach his children a civic lesson. Um, I think there was a miscommunication from the department. He was supposed to be identified and cited or arrested. Uh, there wasn't, in the opinions of the officers down there, there wasn't really anything to arrest him for. This was more of a rescue mission, so they created a... What, what, uh, you, what, say, what do you say rescue mission? What does that mean? It means he was surrounded by um, what what the department or what the, the officers there interpreted as, as as a situation that could spin into a volatile way. Just so the officers were almost things. there in sort of a weird way to protect the guy that had the assault rifle, which I say weird on behalf of the other protesters because uh, he would have been the guy posing the threat. He was outnumbered, what, 400 to 1 roughly. Yeah, I don't believe there was any threat that was posed by this individual. He had a sign that said... Um, all guns matter and to protect our children he didn't um, engage in an unprofessional or a threatening manner with anybody okay. he just wanted to he just wanted to exercise his first and second amendment rights which is completely within the law um, he was approached by several people they were surrounding the family officers got there and and got him out of there and they did not identify or cite him um, which led to I believe the department kind of fishing for a summons that would have been that they thought was appropriate um, child endangerment I don't believe even entered the minds of the officers that were on the on scene yeah I thought that um, was odd there was three children one that was of child uh, protective age meaning 12 and could babysit uh, and then you had uh, two younger children that one of the child uh, children uh, was fastened in a stroller and uh, was more than 10 feet away from her dad yeah I mean this is this is a family that are that are out there doing you know doing exercising their constitutional rights to involve themselves in a peaceful protest. Um, at the end of the day, I believe the department was upset that they had uh, notified some members of the community that he was identified and cited. That didn't, that was not true. He was not cited for anything. And, and then they created or they charged him criminally through a criminal summons corridor. Um, that for they mailed to him, correct? What's that, sir? They're supposed to mail it to him. What I understood was he was never cited, just as you stated, uh, yes. while he was there. But uh, Gilbert Gallegos, the APD spokesperson, stated that they were going to mail him a summons would take somewhere between two to three weeks. <laughs> uh, quite quite the charge if they're going to be sending yeah, it to him by mail, right? That's, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about the mail system, the two to three weeks. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, at the end of this um, interaction, yeah. you know, Albuquerque police officers did exactly what they were there to do that day, was okay. to, to keep the peace yep. and um, to, to ensure that everybody had um, their rights intact and everybody was safe. They... Um, the, the sergeant was later put on administrative reassignment. They took his gun and badge. I mean, this is a... Uh, help, help me through that. That's the most troubling part of all this. It's troubling it, it, yeah, for well, all of us. Yeah, so so how do we jeopardize a police officer's job if he's there to sort of keep the peace? And it doesn't matter if it's 400 on 400 or 1 uh, versus 400. The peace was kept. The job was done. How does he get his badge and firearm removed? Well, I'm sure that there's going to be an administrative investigation into this entire situation that I, I mean, I just, your listeners know I wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, but that's what's baffling to me because, I mean, even if they thought he was being insubordinate, this wouldn't rise to the level of taking an officer's gun and badge, especially a 20-year veteran sergeant with a very clean record. I mean, this sergeant has very well respected by his peers. 
He does a good job. He was uh, working on behalf of the city that day. I think he represented the, the, the city in the most professional way possible. And in order to have your gun and badge pulled in this circumstance, I mean, the damage is done. Uh, the rank and file that witnessed this happen, uh, it's just a perfect, clear line example of what it is to be an Albuquerque police officer. Uh, these men and women are highly scrutinized. They are in trouble all the time, no matter what they do, if they do a good job or a bad job. Rest assured, Albuquerque police officers are getting a black eye. You know, it wasn't too long ago, Eddie, we had this right. same conversation about Oñate, and the Albuquerque Police Department was getting criticized for not involving and not having a presence that led to a shooting. Right. And here we have Albuquerque police officers engaging on behalf of the community safety, being criticized again. And, I mean, these poor officers, they're just damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. I believe this was a knee-jerk reaction that was um, from the Albuquerque Police Department management. Um, I think it's atrocious, but I think it is a clear, shining example of what we've been talking about. It, it, I mean, this is every single day. Yeah. Every day we have officers that are just riddled with discipline. We're not scared of bad guys in this community. You want us to control crime in this community? Get off of us and let us do our job. Well, you we did your job. Yeah, job. You were criticized anyway, as you said, damned if you do, damned if you don't. So 17 officers decided to go ahead and, and get behind the 20-year veteran, and they said, we're not part of this either. If he's going to get reprimanded and have his uh, badge and uh, firearm removed, we're, we're out on this whole entire uh sortie of uh, operation going forward. 100%. So basically, there were two seven- or eight-man teams. The first team uh, left the ERT section about a week and a half prior. This team left the ERC, our ERT section after seeing what happened to this sergeant. Um, that number of 17, I have heard, I have not confirmed that it is whittled up to 22 to 25. Um, wow. The department changed direction within 24 hours, but I'm telling you, Eddie, the damage was done. Yeah, is this election is, year politics sort of beating this? I mean, let's just talk, let's just lay this out for what it is. There was no Proud Boys there, and some guy by the name of Deontay Williams uh, certainly doesn't represent a Proud Boy profile. Uh, you know, uh, African American uh, wasn't there with a number of people, and we're getting shouted down. I play Dirty Laundry because they're literally kicking the people uh, who really support this country, turning them into white lives matter, white supremacy, hate and racism. Yeah, you know, like we're just getting bullied by every news organization. Daily Lobo, Progress Now New Mexico, KOAT, uh, The Paper, you know, uh, KRQE, uh, KOB, they're all doing whatever they possibly can. Is this more of a PR stunt and they're not happy with the way that, that, that it went? Uh, in the way that it was covered. I mean, we literally had video of Tim Keller broadcasting from the virtual crime center uh, as he's giving his words on this. And in my opinion, this amounts to what I think was a PR stunt uh, to sort of create uh, a, a jump start for Tim Keller and his reelection campaign. Well, I think the entire Proud Boys rally that was supposed to happen in Albuquerque was a PR stunt. Okay. That being said, I think the department's reaction to situations like this is purely political. A year ago, a year ago, they were calling these guys stormtroopers because they were exercising their Second Amendment. It's not a warm and fuzzy for a police officer to walk, a, you know, to be crowd controlling with a bunch of guys that have assault rifles, but it doesn't make it illegal. Right. I mean, the, the reality is this is this 
is a pure line example of why police officers, rank and file from lieutenant to police officer, don't have trust in this administration, Mm -hmm. don't have trust in their job. They're literally terrified to do their job, not from getting shot and killed, not from everyday sacrifices that they have to go through from getting fired for doing the simple job that they're supposed to do. How many of these guys are thinking about picking up and leaving? And just oh, a quick, Eddie, quick had, head count. And I know that so many officers applying for other agencies, trying to get out of Albuquerque before they become not marketable in the police job market. There is so much discipline flying around in this agency that your younger officers are leaving out the door. They're applying for other agencies. Your older officers are retiring at an accelerated rate. Albuquerque has a significant problem on its hands if they don't control this. They need to do an about face. They need to start showing officers that they support them and they are appreciated for the job that they do because we're getting attacked at every single angle and these officers are voting with their feet. And they're not just leaving the Albuquerque Police Department, they're leaving New Mexico. Wow. I don't know, uh, This is uh, in this election year 2021, that there is a more resounding pushback against uh, Mayor Tim Keller than what these 17 officers, maybe 22 to 25, have done. We'll get the official report. Uh, Detective Sean Willoughby, thank you for being here. I'd like to get you uh, very quickly. Uh, Sean, uh, there was a uh, charges dropped in Santa Fe last month against uh, Sean Sunderland, 25. He was part of the obelisk toppling, jumped on the back of a cop who was trying to arrest another protester. Uh, you, you pros in the business, are you starting to see more and more of these examples of violent kind of punks and protesters getting charges dropped against them? I mean, this was a direct assault on an officer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we monitor, officers monitor that news. I mean, Albuquerque, you're going to look around one day and wonder how we became Portland. This is happening all over the country. Who You know, the only thing I'd like to say, Eddie, is, I mean, just who needs enemies when you have friends like the city attorney's office in this community? That's a perfect example of of the whole justice system not supporting law and order. We just went through the session where we had to fight so much ludicrous, unintelligent, not well thought out legislation under the premise of reform. Well, let me tell you something. We're not afraid of reform. We've been doing it for seven years. Right. We'll teach you how to reform. Right. We'll make common sense stuff. Right. It's just frustrating. Thank you for giving me the opportunity, yeah. Eddie. Man, I can't imagine right now. Why don't we, uh, you know, say a prayer for a thin blue line out there and uh, with them just trying to do their job. They're up against it. They're being uh, being pushed around like pawns in the middle of this whole game. And uh, will that 20-year veteran be back on the job? Have we given him his badge back? And uh, has he been given a public apology? Uh, there's been no public apology, but he has been given his badge and gun back. He has he is of age to retire. Um, he's very well respected. He uh, he can leave right now. So um, I, I'm, he's got a family. It's a personal decision. I don't know what he's going to do, but well, we'll, uh, we'll I know what I would we, do if I. Was I know. Finish. We'll hope we keep him. And Detective Sean Willoughby, we're going to be seeing you in the coming weeks. We got a lot to talk about over the next uh, four to six weeks uh, for sure. And uh, we uh, murder rate is at an all time high. Four forty one. Be safe. Be well. And uh, Say hi to all the police officers out there. Back and forth. Yes, sir. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. 
Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. A tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 3937. Great news! Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. 
Looking pretty nice for the week. Uh, looks like uh, some winds coming our way right now, though. Not too bad. Five-mile-an-hour winds. And I will tell you, it just feels great. At Russ Medical Center in Rio Rancho, 70 degrees. In Cajeras, mostly clear skies, 63. And it is 70 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, uh, it's starting to slow down there. I-25 southbound from Osuna over to Montgomery. That's probably just driving into the sun, but i got to tell you, it is under 25 miles an hour. So budget in just an extra space of time there. The drive across the river bridges look okay. Uh, the first one, I-25, as you make your way around the Isleta Curve over the river uh, towards Los Lunas. That's looking carefree right at the moment. But if you're thinking, I need Rio Bravo, yeah, well, a lot of people do. It's just a heavy pattern right now because of the construction out in that area. You'll find right off of I-25 out to the river, it's going to be a bit of a slow drive for you. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Sunny Side Up. Sunny Side Up, where you can go and enjoy it. They got this new thing called a carrot cake pancake. It is so good. Sweet cream cheese drizzle, homemade cinnamon butter. It's like nothing else. Sunny Side Up, online at sunny.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Uh, good stuff here, 447. Uh, we'll talk about Fauci. Let me, should I read the uh, text real quick, uh, D-Dowd? And sure. uh, this uh, kind of gets a reaction. A lot of people very upset. Um, Hi, Eddie. My nephew was a great police officer for EPD for over 15 years. He loved his job. He started his new job in Texas last week. No one had their backs here. He's extremely happy to be out of Albuquerque, even though his family is still here. Mm. There you go. Be, it, a, a job so bad. A city so thankless, you're willing to leave your family behind, even temporarily, to go ahead and uh, go out there. Just unbelievable. Uh, I love, I've got uh, two different uh, support and thin blue line uh, texts coming in. Uh, let see, Marx's tactics that each undermine morale and thin down police departments. Other than defund, there's another tactic. It's happening in every sick democratic state. Starts with criminal puppeteers dangling criminal Biden to criminal governors, to Biden. To criminal Mayor Keller, these events are staged and criminal. And then uh, this is politically sanctioned violence. Uh, we should get into Maxine Waters. We will. Don't worry about it, folks. Uh, be good. Uh, Eddie, uh, political cartoons pushing left narrative, hard gun control, and vaccination. Ground Zero had good presentation on happenings at Zoro Ranch. Good stuff. Uh, if you want to send me that, uh, that'd be good. Uh, one of my friends um, uh, passed away uh, over the weekend, uh, Gary Landon. And uh, a good man, a friend of one of our advertisers, Mark Manicucci, and also a friend of my my father's, uh, big hunter as well. He passed away suddenly, uh, and uh, he is a, an amazing guy. So he was actually uh, one of the guys that uh, prayed in our front yard, too. Uh, prayer really works, folks. I'm so sorry we lost uh, a good guy in Gary Landon. Uh, Eddie Moore's is an embarrassment. Guess the vote goes to Dunn when I come, when it comes to me. Another good old boy screwer. Thanks, BCGOP. Uh, let's see. What else? More so. Eddie, the Catholic Channel, just the left of yours, is overbleeding. You can't hear your show today. If we have technical difficulties, just feel free to get them in. Uh, there's an engineer out there who likes to help some of the other radio stations uh, cover up uh, what we talk about here because it's the truth. Yeah, even though it might be called the Catholic Channel over there, let's get real. Uh, Moore's the Hamburger is unelectable. The Hamburger, I like that. <laughs> uh, he's Pierce's sock puppet. Don't <laughs> donate to RPNM. 
And uh, Eddie's so glad that you're there today. There you go. Um, let's see. And then finally, Eddie AFR Chief Paul Dow is leaving this dump. So sad. Do you know much about it? No, I'll yeah. do some digging on it. Yeah, we'll uh, find Fire and rescue, I assume. Fire and rescue. Okay. Uh, this is an important audio video piece. And Fauci has sort of run up against it. Thanks to the likes of Jim Jordan, uh, Rand Paul, and others who have called Fauci to the carpet and done a good job in doing so. So Fauci was uh, having to defend himself because he never did as actually answer the question. Despite Maxine Waters says, shut up, shut up. I mean, this woman is everywhere, raising all sorts of hell, okay? literally hell on here on earth. So here's a guy talking about Fauci, a Nobel Prize winner. Guess what else he is? He's also the test inventor, PCR test inventor, Kerry Mullis, yep. K-A-R-Y-M-U-L-L-I-S. He talks about his knowledge of Dr. Fauci. He says he doesn't really know about anything at all. Now, this video and audio is widely banned almost everywhere. It's hard to find, okay? Very, very hard to find. We found, we found it right here. Let me share it with you, and I'm going to give you like about the first three minutes. Uh, take a listen. What is it? What What is it about humanity that that that, that wants to go to the, all the details and stuff and listen? You know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking. You know, he doesn't know anything really about anything, and I'd say that to his face. Nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope, and if it's got a virus in there, you'll know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy, and he doesn't understand medicine, and that he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people, and they don't know anything about what's going on at the bottom. You know, those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have. Being Now, this video, this audio that you're hearing, this is uh, released posthumously, but this actually was recorded back in 2019. He died back in 2019. It's kind of of amazing. I'm sorry, Dad. What? (laughs) I wish we had him around for what's been going on, but we we lost him in the summer of 2019. Yeah. uh, Nobel winner, ladies and gentlemen. Nobel. We pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to. And they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people who pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. You can't expect the sheep to really respect the best and the brightest. They don't know the difference, really. I mean, I, I like humans, don't, don't get me wrong, but basically there is a, there is a, there's a vast, the vast majority of them do not possess the, the ability to judge who is and who isn't a really good scientist. I mean, that's a problem. That's a main problem, actually, with science, I'd say, in this century, because science is being judged by people. Funding is being done by people who don't understand it. Okay, who do we trust? Fauci? Fauci doesn't know enough to, you know. If Fauci wants to get on television with somebody who knows a little bit about this stuff and debate him, he could easily do it, because he's been asked. I mean, I've had a lot of people president of the University of South Carolina asked Fauci if he'd come down there and debate me on the stage in front of the student body because I wanted somebody who was from the other side to come down there and balance my because I felt like well these guys can listen to me 
But I need to have somebody else down here that's going to tell me the other side. But it was, you didn't want to do it. That's not an epidemic. The number of cases reported went up epidemically, you know, exponentially, because the number of tests that was done went up exponentially. How many doctors knew about HIV in 1983? Two. How many knew about it in 1985? Say 500. How many knew, how many knew about it in 1986? 40,000. So that's where the curve came from. How many tests were done? Look. If it's just caused by needles, or it's just caused by homosexual activities, you're not going to really get a whole, a long, sustained public outcry against it, and nobody's going to want to spend $6 billion a year. They're going to say, well, we really didn't like those people anyhow. Great. I can't think of a better solution to the homosexual problem than a disease that'll kill them all. I mean, there you go. There's uh, his analysis, and uh, this is a guy who's been involved in science uh, for quite a while, and then he uh, sort of waxes on the... Uh, AIDS epidemic and where that started and how that went and just seeing the same trend line just ramping up and politics driving it and using that fear to really drive home policy, drive home testing, drive home whatever it is that these bureaucrats are trying to get you to do. And let's not, let's not, he, he's absolutely right about one thing. Gary is right about the fact that once these guys decide to be driven by money and agenda like Fauci, they cease being scientists any further. Your knowledge is about as good as theirs based upon what they're willing to go ahead and volunteer. Now, let's remember, Fauci, at the very beginning, and it was a, uh, I'll share this, uh, sort of uh, both sides of this, but Fauci's very frustrated. He's angry. Because what's he, what he's ultimately trying to get at right now, his focus is trying to get everybody vax and mask. That's the, the, the focus for him. And here he is, he says he's quite frustrated he was uh, this over the uh, the, the past weekend. Uh, take a listen to some of this audio. This comes, unfortunately, by way of CNN, um, but uh, you could have found this at rockoftalk.chat, and he uh, talks about what he's upset about as far as the uh, GOP vaccine hesitancy uh, that is uh, currently uh, coming out. Oh, i got to get through the 30-second uh, uh, advertisement for CNN. Absolutely unbelievable. Oh. This week, you don't think we are seeing more and more pushback to COVID restrictions from Republicans. I want our uh, viewers to notice that now they're saying just Republicans, so it's not just everybody. Now, you if you're pushing back, yep. you must be a Republican. This is part of the brand. I'm a decline to say, yeah. sweetheart. Am I do I am I yeah. included in that group or not? Exactly. Listen to a heated exchange that you had with Congressman Jim Jordan this week. You don't think Americans' liberties have been threatened the last year, Dr. Fauci? They've been assaulted. Their liberties have. I don't look at this as a liberty thing, Congressman Jordan. Well, that's obvious. As a public health thing. So hearing comments like these have real sway with some people out there. A new poll this week shows that 43% of Republicans still don't want to get the vaccine. How frustrating is this for you, Dr. Fauci? You know, Dana, it is quite frustrating because the fact that one may not want to get vaccinated, in this case, a, a disturbingly large proportion of Republicans, only actually works against where they want to be. They want to be able to say these restrictions that are put on by public health recommendations are things that they're very concerned about. We're all concerned about that. We, we share that concern. But the way you get rid of those restrictions is to get as many people vaccinated as quickly 
and as expeditiously as possible because when that happens for absolutely certain you're going to see the level of virus in the community go down and down and down to the point where you would not have to have those public health restrictions so it's almost paradoxical that on the one hand they want to be relieved of the restrictions but on the other hand they don't want to get vaccinated it just almost doesn't make any sense you were quite restrained when you were uh, testifying under oath in Congress. You're on cable TV now. You want to say anything more about what you really thought? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't enjoy those kind of confrontations. But I mean, the, the, it was very, very clear uh, he was talking about liberties that were being restricted. This has nothing to do with liberties, Dana. We're talking about the fact that 560,000 people in our country have died. We're talking about 70,000, 60 to 70,000 new infections per day. That's the issue. This is a public health issue. It's not a civil liberties issue. So what he's basically pointing out is that anybody who's not for getting vaxxed, anybody who is not for masking up, is against public health. Right. And the demonization will continue. When we return, okay, I'm going to start off the hour, and then we'll go right after Bill Maher's comments, because, you know, they're starting to splinter off. And consistently, you're seeing Democrats, especially, let's just call them conservative Democrats, they're done with this. They're done with the testing. They're done with the vaccine. They're done with the masking. They're done with the shutdown. Even they, those conservative Democrats, can be they feel that they have been taken hostage by this progressive agenda, which has a hell of a lot to do with getting everybody on board with the masking and the vaccine. And we know at this point this is a war cry for them to take total control and prevent Trump from ever getting back into power. 550-5500 if you want to text or call in. I appreciate everybody who's tuning in. Back in two minutes, right after the top of the hour, uh, two-minute drill for Fox News, and we'll, we'll we'll start the show. I'll bring anyone back with uh, real-time, or uh, check on weather and traffic, then back with real-time with Bill Maher. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. For a mistrial, I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. Just as the case against Derek Chauvin for the death of George Floyd got to the jury, the defense tried to get the case tossed. Defense attorney Eric Nelson cited two reasons he felt the jury should have been sequestered at the outset. TV shows that aren't news programs. That specifically involve references to this particular case. And Democratic Congresswoman Maxine Waters in Brooklyn said her over the weekend doing what Nelson called. Threatening acts of... Uh, uh, violence in relation to the specific case. Judge Peter Cahill acknowledged that, saying Waters' actions may have given a basis of appeal. That may result in this whole trial being overturned. But said he trusts the jury has not been tainted by that, and the Congresswoman's opinions are just opinions. So, motion for mistrial is denied. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Security is high in and around Minneapolis after violent protests last year after Floyd's death and last week over the police shooting of Dante Wright in nearby Brooklyn Center. Minnesota Governor Tim Wall says he's spoken to people in the community who are calling for reform. And they very clearly stated if the systemic changes that need to be made aren't made, that things would repeat themselves. 
And when I say things, I mean the horrific deaths of young black men over and over. Wall says life and property must be protected, but people should be allowed to protest in a peaceful fashion. The Washington, D.C. Medical Examiner's Office has ruled Capitol Police Officer Brian Thicknick, who died days after the January 6th riot, died of natural causes. Initially, investigators believed he was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Later, two people were charged with assaulting him with a chemical substance. The ruling means it's unlikely anyone will face criminal charges for his death. The State Department says it'll begin updated travel advisory. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams Real Estate Group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Are you in set-it-and-forget-it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. When auto theft occurs, your life changes. Auto thieves win, you lose. Don't risk the preventable crime of auto theft. Get Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device today. RevelcoNM.com, 550-4994. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes... She owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? 
Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcast, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. All right, hour number two, and we're going to get things put together, starting with the weather. Uh, looks like the winds are kicking up ever so slightly now, up to 8 miles an hour, gusting to 12. And look at the partly cloudy skies, nice blue skies, few clouds, and that's the story all week. If you like today, you're going to like tomorrow, except a little warmer tomorrow. Got to love that. 60 degrees with partly cloudy skies in the state's capital, Santa Fe. It's 70 in Old Town and 70 here at the Rock of Talk. Speaking of second, uh, second accident of the afternoon, I-25. Uh, we had the one at uh, South 25 before Osuna that is cleared up ahead now at Montgomery. That accident still trying to work its way over to the right shoulder. It's given the brakes quite the workout all the way back up to Osuna. And not too far from there on uh, San, pa- I'm sorry, San Mateo, the northbound trip is really slow. McLeod, as you wind your way up to I-25, and you'll also find uh, going to be a little bit of a slow ride that is building for you on uh, Rio Bravo westbound between uh, the tracks and 2nd Street. It's stop and go, and I mean stop and go, under 5 miles an hour there. If your drive takes you in Rio Rancho, not too much fun going through that construction zone. We all know, but still, it's like, ah, I forgot. And this is uh, going to be an answer. Northbound between west side through Cabazon on up to southern looks like a sole pattern there. By the way, I want to let you know uh, Rio Rancho has the uh, speed trap for you. If you'd like to donate $200 to the city, go more than 45 miles an hour on Unser up there just before um, Pasteur del Volcan, and uh, they'll, they'll snag you there. So just be aware of that as well. All right, well, this traffic report is brought to you by LiveSpring at Salon Helena. This is on Manal, just west of Wyoming. Perfect. That salt room is great. If the, you know, the winds have been really challenging. I know I was talking to my uh, little nephews. They're struggling with it. The salt room is good even for little kids. Yeah. If you go half an hour, and that's going to cost you 20 bucks. That's not a bad thing at all. That salt room is what you're looking for during these times with the winds. Live spring at Salon Helena. That is on Manal, just west of Wyoming. With that, we're up to date now. Let's dive in to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and rockoftalk.tv. Don't forget we're on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. You can also uh, tune us in on the podcast as well. We have uh, D Dowd Muscow or two. We'll continue with. Uh, You've been Fauci'd, and uh, we uh-huh. certainly have. Real time with Bill Maher had this. I'm not sure. Is there any curse words in any of this stuff? Uh, I don't. I don't recall this in the first couple of One minutes. Maybe walks up to the line. I don't. I don't okay. think any FRS words. Yeah. So we'll we'll see kind of where we're at and all this. Uh, this is his opening monologue, and this uh, piggybacks off the back of what we heard already. You have PCR inventor Kerry Kerry Mullis. Just talking about how Fauci just doesn't know anything, refuses to debate him. Let's not forget who Fauci is. He is the highest paid bureaucrat in the entire country, highest paid government employee. 
And then uh, Fauci said, well, it's kind of frustrating. And, you know, talking about Jim Jordan, you know, at this point, the uh, COVID scam, the, uh, I don't know what else to call it, uh, has run its course. So here we go. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so uh, here we go. You know, the, the pressure on this in politics is just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm responding to something else uh, while I'm getting texted online. Take a listen. Finally, no rule. Don't spin me when it comes to my health. Over the past year, the COVID pandemic has prompted the medical establishment, the media, and the government to take a scared straight approach to getting the public to comply with their recommendations. Well, I'm from a different school. Give it to me straight, Doc. Because <laughs> in the long run, that always works better than you can't handle the truth. Um, now I get it, Doctor. I dumped that. Don't no worry. Well, I think we, we got all that. Know if it bleeds, it leads. The more they can, the more they can get you to stay inside and watch their panic porn, the higher the ratings. Researchers at Dartmouth built a database recently monitoring the COVID coverage of the major news outlets across the world and found that while other countries mix the good news in with the bad. The U.S. national media reported almost 90% bad news. <clears throat> Even as things were getting better, the reporting remained negative. And politicians, they lie because it's their nature to cover their ass so they don't get blamed if things go badly. And also to keep in practice. <laughs> <laughs> but when all of our sources for medical information have an agenda to spin us? Yeah, you wind up with a badly misinformed population, including on the left. Liberals often mock the Republican misinformation bubble, which of course is very real. Ask anyone who works at Hillary's pizza parlor. <laughs> and we do know conservatives have some loopy ideas about COVID, like the third of Republicans who believe it couldn't be spread by someone showing no symptoms. But what about liberals? You know, the high information by the science people? In a recent Gallup survey, Democrats did much worse than Republicans in getting the right answer to the fundamental question, what are the chances that someone who gets COVID will need to be hospitalized? The answer is between 1 and 5%. 41% of Democrats thought it was over 50%. <laughs> Another 28% put the chances at 20 to 49. So almost 70% of Democrats are wildly off on this key question and also have a greatly exaggerated view of the danger of COVID-2 and the mortality rate among children. All of which explains why today the states with the highest share of schools that are still closed are all blue states. So if the right-wing media bubble has to own things like climate change denial, shouldn't liberal media have to answer for, how did your audience wind up believing such a bunch of crap about COVID? Now remember, he is playing towards a liberal media exclusively. Liberal audience. When he said, like, this is a pretty, yeah, yeah, liberal audience. Thank you, Dowd. Uh, in, in pushing these comments out. So it's kind of incredible that he's saying this and getting that type of applause and people are like shaking their head, you know what? He's right, shouldn't they have to answer for this so uh, COVID-iacy? 
I think that's really uh, that's really it. We'll continue with the. I want to hear more, Dowd. Do I want to hear more? Oh, it, I, it's, it's great. It gets even better. <laughs> a a new report in the Atlantic says the media won't stop putting pictures of the beach on stories about COVID, even though it's looking increasingly like the beach is the best place to avoid it. Sunlight is the best disinfected, and vitamin D is the key to a robust immune system. Texas lifted its COVID restrictions recently, and their infection rates went down, in part because of people getting outside to let the sun and wind do their thing. <laughs> but... But to many liberals, that can't be right. Because Texas and beach-loving Florida have Republican governors. But life is complicated. I've read that the governor of Florida reads. <laughs> I, I know we like to think of Florida as only middle school teachers on bath salts having sex with their students in front of an alligator. But apparently the governor is also a voracious consumer of the scientific literature. And maybe that's why he protected his most vulnerable population, the elderly, way better than did the governor of New York. That, that's kind of an incredible observation right there for him doing that. Yep. Is that not? I mean, for him to reach out, I, like he's drawing a full line. At this point, you, you lefties have lost Phil Marr. Those in trouble. are just facts. I know it's irresponsible of me to say them. Look, here's what I'm saying I don't want politics mixed in with my medical decisions. America, finally, right? We're finally hearing this. What is this? April 19th. This is a, a year. We're well into year two. A year, a month. <laughs> And a week from the time that this whole thing has been shut down, I don't want politics mixed in with my medical information. That is, I think, what we have been saying since day one, right? That's it. That's all just very even. Just We just don't want politics. Don't politicize this. If there's a pandemic, we can all agree. We'll, we'll, we'll flatten the curve. We'll, we'll get to this point. We'll do what we can. Let's keep businesses open. We, we all got, we're all in this together, right? We can do all these types of things together until... We don't until they politicized it, until they realized that 2020 was an election year and 2021 was the year that they had to confirm all their bad information about the worst president in the history of this country, Joe Biden. And now that everything is politics, that's all we do. If their side says COVID is nothing, our side has to say it's everything. Trump said it would go away like a miracle. <laughs> And we said it was World War Z. Trump said we should ingest household disinfectants. And we laughed, as we should, of course. And then it turned... So you only have to play a little bit of that. You know, just you gotta, you got to appease the, the people that you just insulted, who's part of what you're doing, even though you see it as absolutely clearly. And even though Donald Trump never said, about, said that about that ridiculous couple in Arizona, who had literally ingested Clorox. Out, nineteen percent of America was literally drenching the fruit in Clorox. No, they even though we spent I'm, I'm hours good, and I'm hours good. wiping you, our don't knobs you worry. with Lysol. Don't you worry. And if you've ever wiped your knob with Lysol. Don't you worry, you're just just fine. I think you know. 
All right, so we can we can leave it there. Yeah, I think in terms one. of everything that we've got out, and the AIER actually picked up Bill Maher's uh, monologue. I think for noting, I it's raw commitment to truth. There's what makes things funny if you analyze any sort of humor is that there's truth to it. I mean, it's real simple. Why is anything funny? Because it's true. Mm-hmm. Funny because it's true. Okay. And the thing is, is this isn't funny any longer. We're at this point where the humor is lost on all of us because we have had such an incredible amount of devastation wreaked on this country. And don't pay attention to the fluff of the stock market and think that the economy is good or everything's kind of roaring back. Things are not, okay? Reality, we are distanced from that reality. There's but a few companies who are really doing well in the stock market. Let's look at 2020, 2021, and you look at those top five companies. Who are they? Right? MAGA, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Apple, Facebook. Those five companies compile, what was it, 85% of the market gains over the last year. Those particular companies have done everything they possibly can to benefit off the COVID-19. Much like Mark Morse. I mean, let's just give our local example. $1.845 million and he's running for Congress. There you go. So there, there's, your, there's your shiny example, folks. Okay? But if you pay attention to this and the ridiculousness of what's been happening, you're looking that, you know, whatever Fauci says isn't the truth. Okay? It's now even dawning on such liberals as Bill Maher, who, who literally claimed at what point that the uh, U.S. economy needs to come down just to get Donald Trump out of office. You have the PCR inventor saying, oh, Fauci doesn't know a single thing. Well, I'm about to make it even worse for you. Just in case you aren't bought into this enough, with the media frenzy that goes on, and this is local, KRQE put this out. Let's not forget who, uh, what side of the plate that uh, KRQE bats from is putting out the information on the mobile vaccination clinic that is coming to a neighborhood near you. FEMA. Yeah, that FEMA. 2005 FEMA. Back from New Orleans. Hurricane Katrina. Offering vaccinations in a series of neighborhoods, but specifically in the Southwest Mesa and the International District, also known as the War Zone. Their so-called urban mobile vaccine unit. They've got to do this as quickly as they can. They've got to get as many people vaxxed as they possibly can. And according to Eduardo Esquivel Gonzalez, co-director of the New Mexico Dream Team, he says, I think there are still people in our community that aren't entirely sure that vaccination is going to be free. We have folks in our community that don't have health insurance, not even eligible to obtain the health insurance. Again, right? Out of reach. These people are dying from COVID. We need a test, test, test. Max, mask, 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 vax, vax, vax. This week, the clinic's at AMC Theater, finally used for the theaters here in Albuquerque, which continue to be shut down, the only place in the entire country. Kajadia Bottom, an international district resident and organizer, says that clinics will also help get a greater number of unhoused individuals to get vaccinated. Yeah, start house, just start vaccinating all the people who are homeless at this point. Right? Everybody 40 plus, they give the, all the information out. But here's what's really funny. These are people who likely never even took a test and likely did not get infected with COVID-19. Or if they did, well, they survived it. And then 
according to Dr. Yeadon, they're good for the next 17 years or good for the rest of their life, depending upon how long you are immune after you are impacted by COVID-19. Okay. Now, here's here's the scam alert that you have to pay attention to in doubt. Thank you for uh, shooting this uh, off to me. This was very important. Dr. Derek Naus. He says, when my lab team and I subjected the 1,500 supposedly positive COVID-19 samples to the, uh, what was referred to as the California Laboratory. Okay, we'll just leave it there. They found no COVID in 1,500 positive samples. No COVID, zero. We found that all 1,500 samples were primarily influenza A. Some influenza B, no cases of COVID. We did not use the BSPCR test. We actually tested for COVID itself. Let me read the rest of this. When we sent the rest of the samples to Stanford, Cornell, and a couple of the labs at the University of California, they came up with the same result, no COVID. They found influenza A and B. They all asked CDC for viable samples of COVID, but of course the CDC said they can't give them because they don't have the samples. You cannot isolate COVID. Did you know that? Did anybody know that? Does anybody know that about the mRNA vaccination that's being given is not to battle any sort of specific infection? This is the scam. So he states, so we came to the hard conclusion through our research and lab work that COVID-19 was imaginary, fictitious. The flu was only called COVID, and most of the 225 deaths were from comorbidities such as heart disease, cancer, diabetes, pulmonary emphysema, they got the flu, which further weakened their immune systems, and they died. I still need to find one, he says, one viable sample with COVID-19 to actually work with out of 1,500 samples. We who conducted the lab test of the 1,500 samples of the seven universities are now suing the CDC for COVID-19 fraud. The CDC still has not sent us a viable, isolated, purified sample of COVID-19. If they can't or won't, then I say there's no COVID. It's fictional. Now, four research papers. And we're going to share all this in rockoftalk.chat. Describing the genome extracts of the COVID-19 virus never managed to isolate and purify the samples itself. Four papers describe only small pieces of RNA that are only 37 to 40 base pairs long. That is not a virus. A viral genome normally has 30,000 to 40,000 base pairs. Now that COVID-19 is supposedly so bad everywhere, how come not one lab in the world has actually isolated and purified the virus? That's because they never really found the COVID-19 virus. All they ever discovered were small pieces of RNA that were not identified as the virus anyway. So what they're dealing with is just another flu strain, just like every year. COVID-19 does not exist and is fictitious, according to this write-up. Here's the way they phrase it. They believe that China and the globalists have set up a COVID hoax to establish a global tyranny and totalitarian control of the police state. The intrigued included massive election fraud to overthrow Donald Trump. This, this is straight, straight from this write-up. Okay? Hidden in this is an official document on COVID-19. The CDC ruefully admitted as early as 2020 last summer that it does not have measurable virus, also no quantified equal measure. So how do they develop a vaccination for a virus that does not exist? Here's where it gets even more interesting. The CDC, as one of the leading medical authorities in the world, could not and still cannot demonstrate the virus. And for the purposes scientifically totally debunked but still shamelessly abused PCR tests, the CDC wrote under the heading limitations, the detection of viral RNA cannot demonstrate the presence of an infection virus, infectious virus, excuse me, or that 2019 COVID is the causative agent of any clinical symptoms. And in addition, the test cannot exclude other diseases caused by other bacterial or viral pathogens, including influenza. 
In other words, they can't prove that people who get sick are actually hospitalized because of it and very occasionally die because of it, were sickened by the new coronavirus called SARS-CoV-2, nor can we prove it caused them to develop a new disease called, quote-unquote, COVID-19. It could just easily be a different virus and a different disease altogether. And since all the symptoms, including pneumonia, correspond seamlessly, meaning they're almost exactly alike, to what flu can cause historically to invulnerable people. If it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, guess what they call it? They call it a duck. That means any of these things at any point become COVID-19. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Maybe we've all been Fauci. The PCR inventor, Kerry Mullis, says Anthony Fauci doesn't know anything. This is the guy who invented the test itself, folks. This is the guy who literally told you that Fauci knows nothing, that it's about an agenda. He doesn't know anything really about anything at all. Take a listen one more time, just the, the first couple of minutes of his talk, which was released posthumously and prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. There would be congressmen that would talk about that. What is it? What What is it about humanity that that, that, that wants to go to the, all the details and stuff and listen? You know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking. You know, he doesn't know anything really about anything, and I'd say that to his face. Nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope, and if it's got a virus in there, you'll know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy, and he doesn't understand medicine, and he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people, and they don't know anything about what's going on on the bottom. You know, those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to. And they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people who pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. You can't expect the sheep to really respect the best and the brightest. They don't know the difference, really. I mean, I, I like humans, don't, don't get me wrong, but basically there is a, there is a, there's a vast, the vast majority of them do not possess the the ability to judge who is and who isn't a really good scientist. I mean, that's a problem. That's a main problem. 527 here in the Kiva. There it is, folks. All laid out for you. The left is tired of it. You have, well, none other than uh, leftist Bill Maher pushing back against it. Anthony Fauci is frustrated because he has nothing else to go on. There is no science there. You can't science him anymore. And, uh, well, here we are, folks. They're going to do whatever they can. Full court press to get every single man, woman, and child vaccinated so they can get this into you. And we don't even know what it's for because COVID, on all accounts from the report that we just outlined, does not exist. The PCR tests are faulty. We knew that all along. And, well, you're going to get, despite the fact that you get COVID, you get COVID, you're going to go ahead and get the vaccination anyway. Mindless stuff. We'll talk with Murder Mike when we return. 528 back and forth. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and AM 1600 KIVA. The Kiva here in Albuquerque. 
Sun's Up. And dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manola, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny. That's a place I like dot com. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique new world offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life. We do taxes. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Lining. All right, we are going to put things together starting with the weather. Partly cloudy skies out there right now, and it just feels really good. Getting even warmer throughout the week. Up on the hilltop in Los Alamos, 60 degrees at Civic Plaza, downtown Albuquerque at 70. 
and 70 here at the Rock of Talk. New accident over the last couple of minutes. This is uh, in Rio Rancho on Southern. As you wind your way eastbound towards the mountain, looks like an accident right there at uh, just before um, uh, Golf Course Road. That's right in front of the fire station. What a dink. Anyways, there's an accident there. So get ready for some slow traffic on Southern. Not too far from there. A traffic in uh, one lane in each direction on Unser. And that's what makes that such a slow drive between Russ Medical Center up to Southern. If your drive takes you on I-25, southbound before Osuna, that accident is gone. But up ahead at Montgomery, everything lined up along the right shoulder. The rest of us lined up all the way back from Osuna. This traffic report brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Great place with the biggest humidor in the southwest. That means the biggest selection of blends and prices. Go and tell Matt and any of the staff there, you know, I'm looking for maybe something mellow, maybe something with a specific flavor. They've got nearly 2,000 types of cigars there. Monte Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. With that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 534 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, com. Had one this morning, one of those Davidoff whites. $25 sticks. My God, amazing. Good people over there at uh, Monty's Cigar Shop. I love Matt. My, Matt has been on the radio station for over six years. So uh, pretty incredible. Uh, we love all of our advertisers. Best way to support the radio station, support the advertisers that support your listening here on this uh, Liberty or Death uh, Monday, uh, D-Dowd Muska. Uh, here as well, lots of um, response here on that uh, opening for the second hour. It was a continuation of the second half of the first hour. Eddie, thank you, for, uh, thank you, Eddie, for peeling the onion of lies. Well, it's pretty easy. There it is. It's all there. Uh, Moderna's top scientists, we are actually hacking the software of life. For Gates, they're downloading a software operating system into Sheeple that took the COVID injections for financial and tracking purposes. Total top-down control of the people that took these injections. Yeah, it's delayed. And here's the really interesting thing is all they have to do is invent the next infection to go into you because all this does, let me repeat this to you. And Dowd's shaking his head because he's done enough reading. The guy is literally, his, while you're out there having a great time, drinking it up, having a you know, Friday, Saturday night, the guy's face is neat, is, is nose deep in a book. <laughs> it is. He's just like, he can't stop reading. And uh, that's, that's important. But you need to understand that those augmenting those receptors, right, is sort of like changing whether or not your plus becomes a minus, minus becomes a plus. It goes in there, attaches, and it just opens yourself up to new viruses, which is what you're going to... And mark my words, folks. Mark my words. This is what you are going to see. God gave you every single thing that you needed, especially if you were breastfed out there, uh, you, you good men and women out there who grew up and never got sick and picked your nose and did all sorts of gross things with it. Guess what? Guess what? If you, you, know, you smelled something awful, eat, ate something awful, wasn't the worst thing. You're building your immunity. It's natural. It's what people do. This is what we are as human beings. It's not gross. It's life. Now, guess what? When you change those receptors for that next sortie of whatever is coming in, you are now open to it. And likely to die from it because it is changing your immune system. That's I mean, the, that, I mean, that's the baseline uh, fact. Absolutely, and I, I've been trying to get not being a professional biologist. I'm trying to get to the core of of the difference between the mRNA vaccine and and traditional vaccines. And, and our friend Michael Yeadon, you know, we played him in the past. So many people, 
to this day talk to us about Michael Eden. He can be hard to find because he's been, you know, all of his interviews have been deplatformed. Uh, senior guy's been 40 years in, in uh, respiratory disease, Ph.D. I was listening to one of his videos this weekend, and he, he said the traditional vaccine uses the weakened version, dead, chemically modified, uh, with a potential chemical modification, a deceased version of the pathogen. The mRNA is very different in that is it in, it's injecting code for a part of the pathogen, not the actual germ itself. He likens it more to a radio signal, so instead of getting medicine, you're getting a, a genetic radio signal, and the idea was that you're going to copy this code uh, received via radio, right. and then you're going to manufacture your own immunity instead of doing it in a, as, as you would traditionally do in, in terms of being exposed to it. He said when he left Big Pharma, he's last 10 years, he's been doing startups and consulting in medicine. Uh, they hadn't solved two problems on the messenger RNA. How to make enough uh, mRNA to be stable... Uh, he said they could, when they manufactured it, it would degrade very quickly. He said the other problem was the mRNA couldn't get inside cells because your cells are designed to ward off this kind of stuff. He said it's not natural for mRNA to arrive externally and travel into a cell. In fact, your body defends against that kind of thing. So uh, he thinks that these mRNA so-called vaccines are, uh, quote, must be less, less safe, close quote, than conventional vaccines. Uh, he says they still don't know where in the body the mRNA goes, plus how long are the effects of it. He says it's wrong to even call these vaccines. He says it should be called, quote, gene-based vaccine, vaccines to make it clear that it's at a genetic code level. It's something wholly different than the old way of vaccination. So I'm, I'm gradually stumbling my way toward uh, an understanding of this as best I can understand it. I still feel rather good about not getting the vaccine. Yeah, I think the best thing for you to approach this is always approach everything with an open mind, oh, yeah. right? When we went into this whole thing with, uh, you know, we blinked, right? We followed Trump, and he didn't make a bad decision. He deferred to the experts. He didn't really know enough about Fauci or Burks uh, to understand that these were very politically oriented people. You know, we, we followed, what, all 60 days of every single daily COVID update. I mean, that's what I did, and we sat there, and we said, okay, let's track this. Let's take this seriously. Let's try to improve like you do. Like, you know, you're trying to work out or exercise or lose weight or, you know, I don't know, make sure you have days of prayer or whatever you're doing, right? You, you try to keep up with that type of regimen the only way. And we tried to do it. And then we realized, oh, my God, it's not about the numbers. It's not about the science. It is actually about our agenda. And, oh, this is 2020. And look what's coming right in the middle of the start of the political season and in June after they get through their primaries and we had to delay this and this. Like the whole thing is an, a giant bureaucratic manipulation to get you and they all they did was message. So inside of you, a vaccine is messaging you. No longer respond to that. Respond to this. Okay. Outside, you're getting messaged in the media. No longer respond to this. Respond to that. Change your messaging. Right. They must be right. How could all these people be wrong? Well, Every single person is wearing a mask. Every single person is getting vaccinated. Idiocy. Idiocy. Okay? And I, the only reason I ever mask up is because I just don't want conflict. If someone tells me to mask up, I'm like, okay, what do you, I don't know what you're going to do, but there, I don't know. You, I'm, before you go postal on nothing that you know anything about, <laughs> I'm just going to mask up because I'm not going to engage you. You're like, yeah. you're worth zero seconds of my life. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Like, that is it. Pure I, contempt. I'm, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'll be happy not to show you my face and, and just, you know, walk along. But we need to be kind of really considering all of these things. And I'm glad that many of you listened and appreciated 
what we had to share in uh, uh, Sam. Uh, Eddie, I was breastfed last weekend. Very funny. Uh, wasn't waiting for that uh, joke. For future California ski bee, please share. Need Patriot to, I don't know what that means. It's just too complicated. Uh, great summation of all the fraud and spin out there, Eddie. The even manipulation surrounding this scandemic. Unfortunately, way too many people are just walking zombies now, right? Uh, he said World War Z, right? Yeah. And won't hear the truth no matter what. I'm surrounded by that. I never saw that movie, by the way. And all they all got the jab, which is likely going to lead to EDA reaction when these people encounter a related virus in the wild and will likely kill a large number of these folks. I tried to warn them, but to no avail. My woman is one of these. So now I spend as much time with her doing things she wants because I think this coming flu season, well, I pray for the best. I'm sorry, the ADE is antibody-dependent reaction, according to an mRNA experimental therapy. Um, you, just, you just don't trust information. You have to remember, I'm one of the first points of contact. I get all of the AP, as an AP-sanctioned radio station, we get all the information. I'm just constantly inbound. And so, you know what I spend more of my time doing? I think I've told you this before, Doubt. Just sifting to who's BSing me, to who's... I don't even look at people any longer, other than, is the information that they provide me useful mm. is it going to be helpful and is it constructive if it's none of those three things I throw it out and from the left or the right I don't care who it is if it's not going to help us actually solve the problem then I don't do it and I never got there with Fauci oh, it didn't yeah. matter okay. how much was released we never got to a point where it was actually constructive well do you remember in the old days this is like pre 9-11 maybe back in the 90s cable news networks would have these things at night called uh, you know town hall panel discussions and you'd have people come out you know, whatever the issue was, it could be some racial thing or abortion or tax plan or sure. something. And we don't, and they would hash it out. And you have people really at the top of their game, smart people, experts in their field, going at each other directly in real time. We never had that with COVID. Yeah, you're thinking this is the message. Or you Charlie can't disagree. Rose. Boom. Right. Over. Everything's over. This is the message. You can't disagree. And if you disagree, you're a QAnon conspiracy nut. We never had any legitimate debate in this country. You and I were doing great work right. uh, and a few others, but uh, uh, it shows you the kind of world they want to build, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a world I want to live in. I will tell you, I watched an awful lot of PBS. The McLaughlin Group. Oh, of course. Four or Issue number two. three. <laughs> patty, patty, puke, puke. <laughs> Sorry, 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 uh, Rudy. That's just what we watched. <laughs> I get it. Uh, we're I just good nerding out. Remember, Doubt and I connect on ethics in America. <laughs> we're going over show. to you, Eleanor <laughs> G. I think you're swelling off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unmasked, unmuzzled, unvaccinated, unafraid. There you go. There's my Patriots. Uh, where are you guys at? Fauci knows nothing, yet they all have an agenda. You got that right. Someone call me Babe. Babe, babe, babe. You know, I know a lot about medicine, and I've known, known plenty of doctors, as you know, Doubt. Uh, of course. You know, this is one of the things and I will tell you you know they're very dry you know they look at things and they will never tell you a doctor or a scientist will never never tell you you're wrong they'll always say this word interesting mm -hmm, mm -hmm. send me the article right, let right, me look right. at that it, they'll never say it's right or it's wrong a scientist or a doctor will always come back at you and say interesting Interesting. What should I do with that information because they don't know what to do well and also a lot of people we're told are scientific experts really they may have gotten science degrees a long time ago, but they've long since lapsed into bureaucracy world. I think that's that the case with Fauci. Yeah. A guy like Harry Mullins was just working and winning the Nobel Prize, living his whole life just drenched in this stuff and not managing a budget and testifying before Congress and playing the political games. So a lot of the people who rise to the top of the expert level don't, you know, that concept of rising to your level of incompetence. Right. So uh, that's a problem. It's well, really the other cool. thing, too, is when you get fixated on a problem you don't care about, 
how it's solved anymore because you just want to get to the end of what the problem is. Oh, sure. sure. And the frustration inevitably uh, happens. You know, it's like a poker player. When they're in a tournament and they've been in it too long, at some point they realize they're going to make more money than whatever, whoever sponsored them got into it with them, and so they'll bail out and they'll be like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, they, their patience gets worn. They're human. Yeah. They're yeah. human. They're like, well, I can only get so much out of this. Maybe somebody else can sort of figure it out. You know, I don't know if you've seen these amazing, you know, MIT, uh, uh, you know, the, the quants, the guy, Johns Hopkins guys. And literally, you cannot disturb them for weeks or months on end. Wow. Right? Because you can't take them out of their environment. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're in that Petri dish studying that. And they have to be completely and in, 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 in totally immersed. The, their mind isn't any better than anybody else's. It's the endurance that allows them to come up with the solution to that that never really gets them to the very end of that type, type of, of, of solution to whatever that problem is. And I think a lot of people misunderstand genius. And genius, what does he say? 1% inspiration, you know, 99% perspiration. <laughs> perspiration yeah. Think about how, how interested... Uh, it wasn't that Einstein wasn't so smart. It was that he was so interested. Mm -hmm. His curiosity was so incredibly high. He wanted to understand the mind of God more than anybody else. And people missed that. He sure. couldn't stop doing what he was born to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of those things when we come trying to figure out many of these problems. Fauci has no genuine curiosity. No. Oh. He has a genuine agenda of what he wants to achieve who he's paid attention. I mean, if you're penning flowery notes to Hillary Rodham Clinton, telling about, uh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. what an amazing yeah. time you you did while you were out there getting grilled on uh, the the quote unquote conspiracy theories that were coming out for you taking out Donald Trump or Benghazi or whatever else. Right. It was, I think it right? had nothing to do with even no. Public health. He's, it was he's something focused else. on that. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't focused on science. Yeah, he's a political he's like, well, he's a I really want to understand these PCR tests and I really like to know more about the origination of the Wuhan virus. Like, he is not interested in any of that. He is very interested in preaching and telling people what to do and sort of, you know, glad handing, getting everybody to say, you know, and showing up at baseball games or oh, showing up on, yeah. on television. Being interviewed interview. by Matthew McConaughey. Hey, hey, hey. Did he do that? Yeah, he didn't interview them know, a months ago. But the other the other issue, Dr. Eden's latest video that I, I don't even, I doubt even Fauci knows is, is he talks about the variants mm -hmm. and how we're all being terrified. He calls them the scariants. And he said that there's a 99.7% similar, similarity between the original Wuhan flu that came out of Wuhan in the early days and all these variants right now. It's a minuscule difference. And your body recognizes that if you've been exposed to it so before. So why put the pedal to the metal so on why, the variant? why terrify people about these new variants? Exactly. Not only that, not only that but he says 80, there's an 80% similarity between our SARS-CoV-2 virus right now and SARS back in 2003. And he's, uh, he's been, made, been made aware through the analysis or studies that the antibodies that people have from for SARS 17 years ago are working on the, SARS, on the COVID now because those are so similar. Those... There's four basic coronaviruses, then they all are, you know, chemically, you know, DNA, RNA, DNA similar, and our, our, our immune response is similar to them. And he, he, in this latest interview, he was just saying, this is not some extraordinary, we've never seen this shut down the economy, you know, this massive panic hysterical reaction. And we could have had somebody like Fauci stand up there and explain in clear language and maybe even bring in some of the people beneath him that maybe understand this even better than he does. And we could have a town hall on COVID, what it is, what it isn't, what the real risks are, what the lower risks are. We never had that. Is, never but had but that. the problem is, is that was, that's not what the people in the town hall. No. I mean, our fault, the only reason why we're not actual geniuses is we can't focus on one problem. We're, our curiosity is so high <laughs> on many, very other many levels. But if you put people into a town hall experience, 
they aren't interested in telling you about what they know. They're telling you about what they heard and what they do and what their experience is and getting more and more people to rely on what they think their truth is. And so you have two sides inevitably shouting at one another, and none of them can actually prove what it is that they believe because they haven't. And that's the, the problem with our surface intelligence uh, here in this economy is that too many people just hear one or two things or like the painful thing is that a number of people rely on the first thing they hear from Facebook or Twitter right. and they immediately retweet or relay bad information. And it was like, you shouldn't do that. You don't realize what you don't know when you retweet or relay or whatever, share, uh, you know, one of those pieces of information. A, a point of personal privilege. Sure. I uh, spoke to my folks this week. We did a video uh, talk this weekend. Uh, my mother is the... Uh, Sponsor for my nephew's uh, c confirmation coming up. Oh uh, wow! My my weekend. son just had his first communion this weekend. Oh, uh, Grandma Grandma Mimi, and um, they are not taking my mother and father are seventy eight and seventy nine. They are not taking the vaccine. Tragic. They are uh, unafraid of their future. So tragic. And they are. They read a lot of pro life stuff. My parents are very very devout, traditional, not new Catholics, devout traditional Catholics. And they have been convinced by the pro-life Catholic organizations, and they said the Archdiocese of Hartford is not really getting this message out. You have to go to individual pro-life Catholic organizations. But the research, if you stretch back the history of the research on these mRNA vaccines, you can link it back to experimentation on aborted fetuses. Wow. And the reason they are not getting vaccines, no wonderful. matter what the doctors tell them, is that they want there nothing to do with this. Well, if you're pro-life, there you go, folks. Uh, big reason to go ahead and push forth on that and uh, if you can give me some information share that on the rock of talk dot chat that's a big deal they are uh, sending it to me because i i'm pretty ignorant of that and i'll, I'll read anything well, it's so. not your wheelhouse it's yeah, not your yeah, focus but yeah. uh, there you go let's check on weather and traffic very quickly rudy grande all right putting putting things together we're going to start with the weather this could be a nice week 70 degrees at the santana store it's 69 at el dorado high school and 70 at the rock of talk We've got a problem. This is a fairly new one. Uh, been there for about 20 minutes on I-40. This is westbound at 12th Street. An injury accident has us tapping the brakes all the way back through the big eye. They did clear the accident I-25 southbound before Montgomery, so that's good news. That drive quickly snaps back to uh, life. The accident on southern eastbound right before Golf Course Road, that is still working. And unfortunately, it is a very slow workout on Rio Bravo in the South Valley westbound. Between 2nd and Isleta, you are stop and go under 5 miles an hour that entire way. That is tough stuff for you. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, all at reasonable rates. Amazing people ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services accepts insurance as well as pay clients. Connect with Amazing Grace online at homecare.theplaceilike.com. We are up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, 551 here in the Kiva. I'm going to play something for you because this is special. Dow's going to go to the rockoftalk.chat where you can get a drill on. And this is actually called the American Revolutionary Song, called the Liberty Song. This is a Liberty or Death Monday here in the Kiva. As you can see, the flags proudly uh, displayed behind me. Uh, pretty awesome uh, stuff. I don't know if you guys can see that right there. And what happened back on this day in uh, 1775, Dowd? I believe that was the shot heard around the world, Lexington and Concord. There it is. This is the Liberty Song. Take a listen. That rings her bell. What? Free 
Uh, quote unquote of this secret prom or any super spreader event is potentially enormous 
for any community. The public education secretary, it's up to the school districts on how to discipline those who are involved. You see how they've taken a step back. Why? Because there's such incredible negativity that's happening right now, and they're taking advantage. Uh, soon to be renamed Onyata. What is it getting renamed as? Uh, do we know yet? Uh, there was talk of Obama, but I think, I think Obama it's going to be Oregon. School, yes. Yeah, Let's or, go from Onyata to Obama. But I guess the secret prom uh, was not sponsored by the school or the administrators, and the Department of Health is saying that, what is it, you can be prosecuted, uh, you can be, legal action could be civilly or criminally uh, pursued if you organize another one of these super spreader For events. What, God forbid you let kids have an un, you know, un, uh, unofficial prom. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, what's the prosecution here? Mm. Like, what is the, the actual problem? The fact that uh, people want to kind of get together and, you know, have a good time, right? I mean, at this point, they've been kept in for, for how long? And they have to continue to put up with this? Let me just sort of wrapping up the, uh, the according to a couple of uh, senators, I'm not going to give their names because I don't like, actually I like the, uh, Senator David Gallegos a little bit. They met with district administrators after receiving calls and complaints from concerned parents. There they are. According to the complaint, hundreds of Mayfield students were believed to have attended a non-sanctioned event. The district tells the uh, TV station KRQB that they have an obligation to monitor gatherings that violate the public health orders. If it's not sanctioned, it has nothing to do with the public schools. Why are they even interested? So all these people, their association is they went to a high school together, and it has to be sanctioned by them, or they get themselves involved in anything where there's a certain number of people in the high schools. This is another, I think, plea to move towards charter schools down. Yeah, and I think this is another example of the notion that your children really, well, they're kind of your children, but they're also the government school system. Oh, they're, they're, they're always, right? You get that phone call if they don't show up on time. Right? When they don't, when they don't show, show up on time. The government will be after you and your kids. All right. This is good for those uh, kids down south, right? Enjoy yourself. It's time to dance, right? A little uh, six <laughs> degrees of Kevin Bacon back after the top of the hour right here in the Kiva. AM 1600 KIVA, FM, rockoftalk.com. Don't forget, you can catch us on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting everywhere at 107.1 Los Alamos. And, well, 1490 KRSN, Santa Fe. Sixteen hundred KIVA Albuquerque. Deliberations underway. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. The jury in the case of Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer charged in the death of George Floyd, now has the case. After closing arguments were made today, Chauvin's attorney, Eric Nelson, tried to make the case that Floyd's drug use led to his death. It's a preposterous notion that this did not come into play here. 
Special Prosecutor Jerry Blackwell said to him the case is clear. You can believe your eyes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it was what you thought it was. It was what you saw. Uh, it was homicide. Chauvin faces charges of second and third degree murder and second degree manslaughter in Floyd's death. He's the first of four former officers to be tried. Extra security measures in place in and around Minneapolis as the community awaits the verdict. Minnesota Governor Tim Wall says he understands the frustration in the community, but it should not be destroyed. The goal, he says, is to try and make sure that we strike that proper balance of making sure that the peace and stability is upheld. But that equally as important is that rage that will be on the street regardless of what happens is channeled into a positive way. And that positive way means change. Wall says nearly 1,000 businesses were destroyed in riots last year, many of which were owned by people of color. The very people, he says, were traumatized by Floyd's death. The Coast Guard says the search for crew members who disappeared when a lift boat capsized off Louisiana last week in bad weather will be suspended. It says it does not expect to find any more survivors. Six of the 19 workers on board were rescued within hours of the wreck last Tuesday. Five more bodies were found in the water. New York's Attorney General is investigating whether Governor Andrew Cuomo broke the law by having members of his staff help write and promote his pandemic leadership book. America is listening to Fox News. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams Real Estate Group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide the loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at The Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. All right, putting things together for our third hour, we're going to start with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. You uh, do like how clear the sky has gotten. It's just going to be this way all week. A little warmer tomorrow, too. I like that idea. Right now, at Russ Medical Center, it is 70 degrees at Highland High School. It is also 70 degrees, and it's 71 at the Rock of Talk. That accident on I-40 westbound uh, right there, 12th Street, still working that one, giving the brakes to work out all the way back to the big eye. I did tell you they cleared the accident, I-25 southbound of Montgomery, so that's good news. Southern eastbound before golf course, still working that crash. They're trying to get it over to the right side. That should be, if not on the right shoulder by now, it will be shortly. I wish I could give you some relief on Rio Bravo in the South Valley westbound. Between 2nd and Isleta, still a stop-and-go trip under 5 miles an hour there. This traffic report brought to you by theplaceilike.com. Go ahead, pull out the phone. Uh, breakfast. B-R-E-A-K. All right, dot theplaceilike.com. Wow, look at that 50% off meal you get at Sunny Side Up. That looks great. Maybe you want uh, the Kangen water. What's that stuff he always talks about? It's Kangen water. Just go to water.theplaceilike.com and you've got it. Or salon.theplaceilike.com and you got water on the west side. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk.
six in the five oh five with more four one here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM, AM sixteen hundred KIVA, ABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com. Don't forget AM fourteen ninety KRSN Santa Fe one point one in Los Alamos. Brian Johnson back on this day in nineteen eighty joined ACDC. Been there forty years. Looks amazing back then. Probably still sounds the same as long as he hasn't roasted his voice. He replaced Bon Scott, who had died of a drinking binge two months earlier. He performed the lead vocals on many of the group's best-known songs, including this one, Back in Black. How much better did ACDC get when uh, Brian Johnson came on board? Between that... Yeah, for those about to rock, Thunderstruck. I mean, it was really an epic time for ACDC. Unbelievable. Yeah, just uh, good stuff. Rock and roll ain't noise pollution, ladies and gentlemen. No, it isn't. That uh, <laughs> It's so classic. It sounds as good now as it did back then. Maybe even better now because uh, music kind of sucks right now. Yeah. Hard to find good music, uh, to be to be quite honest. Um, all right, so we've got Murder Mike. Did he make his way back into the Kiva? Let's see if he did. Uh, Murder Mike, you there? I, I did. Oh, there I you are. There we go. I, I think I was plugged into the wrong jack. So we've got good audio. Hey, What's how up, about Jack? That? That's a fact, Jack. All right. So hey, get down you... with the Motown sound. There we go. So All right. So we got to, what, 41 over the weekend? Well, it, I think so. Um, we had three shootings, one officer-involved shooting. I don't know what the uh, what happened with the victim on that shooting, whether he died from his injuries or not. They're keeping that hush-hush. But we had two other shootings. So I'm going to get into that here in a second because I'm going to follow it by a timeline. At eight at ten thirty nine on Friday night, we had the officer involved shooting, okay. and that was uh, a, the officers responded to a domestic dispute on in Bent at eighteen oh one Ventana Ranch. Oh, and wow. what happened? Uh, the Ventana Ranch Apartments, I guess it is. Okay. And what happened was that when they were running the uh, male half of the the domestic dispute, it turned out he had multiple felony arrests warrants okay. out for him. Yep. He didn't want to go peacefully, so he barricaded himself in the house. He spent about two hours trying to negotiate with him. But then when he started firing shots at the officers, they left him no other choice but to return fire. So he was he was struck and uh, after that, I don't know what his condition was. So that that's the name of that, too, really. I mean, you, what else can you say except he fired on the police first. So I want to stress that. Okay. In the morning, we won't worry about him. Dead, 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 hopefully. Bad guy is a bad guy. I mean, you know, when you fire at the police, uh, what do you expect to happen? I mean, yeah, you got to take out the papers on the trash, right? <laughs> All right, what's next? Oh, oh my God! You know, I thought I was bad. Well, two thirty in the morning, we had a vehicle run into the into the lobby of the Quality Inn, and that mm-hmm. was over there on Manal. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not no so, injury not reported. So quality Inn, of course. Uh, you know, it's, it's no more quality there. <laughs> well, of course, you can tell by the construction that it didn't fall apart, so I guess it was a good quality there. Yeah, well, what, in that way, respect, we're talking about another way. But uh, tell us about the scene. Uh, the scene was no problem. Uh, AFR disp- responded with a full dispatch. They got there, no injuries, no fatalities, okay. no structural damage. So moving right along to 2.31 in the morning, a minute later, that's when we had our first of the, of the two shootings. That was in the rear of the Old Ramada Inn on Manal, right there on Manal University. Oh, yeah. A little, little bit of a hot spot. 
that's that is all those motels all along uh, Manal. You know, they they ran down, they got down, they started closing down the area. Just I remember the Holiday Inn was a big place down there, you know. But uh, they found the subject, a suspect uh, or a subject in the back of the Ramadi Inn, suffering from a GSW. That's a gunshot wound to the head. Uh, I monitored the ambulance traffic from the ambulance to the hospital when they were relaying the patient information. The patient was unresponsive. Pupils were fixed and dilated. And there was a, a GSW to the right side of his head. So, uh, you know, you do the math. I can't say he was deceased, mm. but I can tell you that when your pupils are fixed and dilated, that usually... that, that Yeah, that's the, dead. That's pretty much to that. Yeah, so we would call that a homicide. And uh, so you got, was, you got brain matter coming out. Uh, probably say it's over at that point. Yeah. Right? Uh, usually when it comes up the other side and you got brain and matter. You, you and, were and, a paramedic for a long time, so you know I about was, brain yeah, matter. I was a first responder for 25 years, yeah. yeah. So I... Been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Although I don't have one of your T-shirts yet, but I'm so, working some, on it. Somebody had to drive you uh, to, to try marijuana and drink at some point, right? And I think it's 25 years in the uh, paramedic unit, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that that gets you nothing, Will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you pick up death and destruction 12 hours a day, six yeah. days a week, you know, it's uh, yeah. pretty soon. If you don't... If you don't uh, uh, Resort to pharmaceuticals and uh, liquid refreshment to calm the nerves. They're called Blue Club. You know, we we would meet at the bar at the, at the end of shift. You're a good sport. What's next? What's next? Well, we had another shooting. That was about five minutes later. Same area. This one wasn't nearly as serious. This was a GSW to the right clavicle. Oh yeah, broke that. Uh, so it, it, been there, it, done that, and you can't sleep after seven days of breaking it. Yeah, um, and it's not life-threatening, but nevertheless, it's still a, it was still a shooting. So, okay. there. So, if the suspect in the officer-involved shooting did, if he did, was killed, and cops are usually pretty good shots, that would make it a homicide. Yeah. And right. Is that but, though but, the, the cop? Uh, we do not count cop on citizen as homicide. Well, no, that would be a justifiable shooting. Yeah, yeah but we don't count those. So, so we don't count that. But yeah. the homicide that happened last or Friday night. Uh, even though I don't know if the mainstream media is releasing the information yet, right. they have to wait. You know, certain eyes are dotted and T's are crossed. Right. But that that would make another homicide. So all in all, we had uh, eight uh, calls, reference shots fired. We had two overdoses. One was uh, a nine echo, which means uh, yeah. non, uh, not breathing. Yep. We had three assaults and one uh, suicide attempt, and it was a completed. It was a hanging. Oh, and it, uh, and uh, in the southeast area, you know, with the respect of the family, I don't like to release any more yeah, information. No, well. I appreciate that. Uh, and then we, we had another shooting, and this was this never made the media because the person was shot in the foot. And they went by POV, private conveyance to the hospital. So, okay. but technically, it does count as a shooting. Okay, so we're going to move right on to uh, uh, now. What was I on Saturday? I was already on Saturday, wasn't I? I think no, I you were on Friday. Let's move to Saturday. Let's do it very quickly. Let's wrap it up in two okay. minutes. Mike. Okay, actually, I was I was I had already transcended to Saturday. Those were the stats from Saturday. So I'm going to move right on to Sunday because okay. Sunday at eight o'clock we had a, a kidnapping at the Central and Eighty Sixth Street. The victim was, uh, escaped, uh, fortunately. She jumped out of the vehicle a couple blocks later. But the suspect was uh, described as an IMA, that's a Native American male, 
in his 60s with gray hair driving a yellow okay. Ford Ranger. Well, he didn't make away with the booty, so to speak, so it didn't go anywhere, so no one's looking for him. <laughs> so what's next? Uh, uh, okay, let's see. Uh, 826, we had uh, two two vehicles shooting back and forth between each other. And then at 1012 in the evening, we had another shooting at Lobos and Broadway. Mm. The victim, uh, no, there was no condition on the victim, and the suspects were described as uh, being in a blue uh, two thousand blue Chrysler three hundred, last seen eastbound on Lomas. That's are, pretty are much we, it. The are we of, still looking for these guys? Yeah, they still are. Oh yeah, and we had a SWAT situation at ten thirty in the evening, uh-huh. and then we had a, a fifty, and then cap it off eleven fifty three p.m. Another overdose in the twelve hundred block of Madeira. Uh, southeast. That was a 21 year old male, and he also succumbed to his overdose. So hmm. that's kind of strange. Strange weekend. It started out with gunfire. They kind of calmed down a little bit. Can we get a count on the homicides, please, uh, in terms of where we are at uh, right now? You said 40 or 41. I'm, I'm saying between 40 and 41. Well, there's no, there's no way... in between between 40 and 41. So uh, take well, a we... pick. We still had that body from a couple of months ago. There was a floater in the river, and there was a couple other ones that were suspicious deaths that I uh, that were found in the motel and saw escape the motel list. I'm trying to follow that up, trying to figure out how come they can put out a homicide and then all of a sudden delete it from their file. So, all right, good stuff, Mike. I appreciate you all being right, here. We'll see you tomorrow, right early you at uh, five thirty for a murder, Mike uh, update. Six seventeen, back and forth. Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Makeusgodlyagain.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. 
Memory Revitalizer, 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Great news! Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Pet Life Pets loves to match the right pets with the right families, making your kids happy. Petland on Paseo del Norte at Ventura. Online pets.theplaceilike.com. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day. Local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. If you enjoyed today, you're going to love tomorrow. Just a little bit warmer. Yeah, some breezes a little bit heavier, but that's all right. Look at this. 70 degrees at Haynes Park in Rio Rancho at the VA Hospital at 69 and 70 here at the Rock of Talk. I can clear a couple of accidents for you. I-25 southbound at Montgomery, gone. I-40 westbound at 12th Street, gone. And the speeds are coming back to normal really quickly there, unfortunately. That drive on Rio Bravo in the South Valley, westbound, still really struggling between 2nd and Isleta under 5 miles an hour. That's just the construction zones you got to kind of deal with there. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Rod Greens. Now, I know you've driven by Rod Greens on San Mateo. Just as you cross Manal, you see it over there on the left. Well, now come on in to Raw Greens, the all-natural CBD and hemp products uh, for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens even has great topical creams and pet products as well. Raw Greens online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. We are up to date. Now, 
Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. singer, multi-instrumentalist. He joined the Hawks, and uh, they eventually became known as the band. The Hawks backed up Bob Dylan, and uh, he sang lead vocals on several of the group's classics, including Up on Cripple Creek. Wasn't Levin the name of the uh, the head of the Church of Satan? Oh, uh, Anton LaVey, I think. Oh, LaVey. Okay, and it was something to that. Uh, back, you heard uh, Manic Monday. Prince actually, in 86, started a two-week run at number one with uh, Kiss. You might remember that from, uh, what's the name of that? Pretty Woman? Remember uh, Julia Roberts? Real oh. cute. I was really attracted to Julia Roberts. Uh, Julia Roberts, right? Now Taos resident or no? Then she started talking about politics and all my yeah, I just, just melted away. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you and 10 million other men. But when she's singing that bathtub and she can't sing and she's like kind of like dorky or Well, she whatever. had star power. It wasn't just her looks. She had the persona no, and everything. I, you know? I think for me, I didn't know who she was the first time uh, I actually watched that. Yeah, I love that. And then her her love interest there was Edward, right? Edward Lewis. I remember that. And the bad guy was Jason Alexander, George Costanza. Yeah, I know, George Costanza, right? Why? Oh, he yeah. was trying to get fresh He was a bad her. guy, yeah. 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 But uh, Manic Monday was also written by Prince, okay? He uh, he wrote the pseudonym under Christopher. There he is. Uh, unfortunately, he was calling we, himself we lost, other names. We lost our own Prince. Uh, what, it, it, SNL had a very bad skit over the weekend. Oh, uh, yeah, back and forth on Minnesota, I don't know, public TV, I guess. And it was like... Two black people who were, you know, news reporters, a male and a female, going back against two white people, how they looked at the whole race thing. And, like, it's just becoming, you know, distasteful at this point. I'm, I'm tired. I just I love the judge, Peter Cahill, in, in, in the trial today, said, I'm aware that Congressman Waters was talking specifically about this trial and about the unacceptability of anything less than a murder conviction, talking about being confrontational. But you can submit the press articles uh, about that. This goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case, right. especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch and our function. I think if they want to give their opinions, they should do so in a respectful and in a manner that is respectful to the Constitution to respect the co-equal branch of government. Their failure to do so, I think, is abhorrent, but I don't think it is prejudiced this, uh, with additional material that would prejudice this jury. I guess we'll find out. Well, you know, Maxine Waters, let's just talk about this uh, for a second. She went totally crazy. She calls for civil unrest and all this, and let's just uh, jump right into it, shall we? She goes crazy. And then you, Cuomo's jumping on top of this as well on CNN. <laughs> Did you happen to catch any of this, no. this stuff? Uh, this is absolutely crazy. Listen to, to Cuomo and then Maxine Waters calling for civil unrest. Gun laws, listen. access to weapons? Oh, you, I know when they'll change. Your kids start getting killed? Yeah, why... Kill Whitey. Like, Cuomo's all part about kill Whitey. And white people only care about white people. Like, the white guilt just can't stop. Wow. 
white people's kids start getting killed? Smoking that doobie that's actually legal probably in your state now, but they don't know what it was. And then he's, they... he's trying to do talk radio on TV. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Yeah, work. Like, like, this is, yeah, Cuomo, Cuomo could do talk radio until he dies. He'll never do one show as good as this one. I'm telling you right now, he's totally ineffective because he's reading something. Oh, yeah. Right, is and that, the faux tough guy stuff doesn't yeah. translate well. Either. What do we, what do we? He had a he had like a, a a couple years ago. He had a weird name out on the street. What was his name? Oh, anyway, yeah, you'll, you'll come. Kid runs it. Pop, 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 pop. Cop was justified. Why'd you run? Oh, we had a baseball game tonight. Oh, the white kid. Oh, big family. That house over there. Those start piling up. What is going on with these police? Oh. What? Maybe we shouldn't even have police. That kind of mania? You can't do it. Do you real? Do you feel how hollow this is? Is he taking leave of the census? Someone like realize like what's going on here, and then and then on top of this, he feeds directly into Maxine Waters. Like this is the setup going directly into Maxine Waters and her call. So here's the agenda-driven crap, as always. Uh, to, uh, let's see. Uh, Julia Roberts bailed on Taos. Think uh, she left. Oh. I didn't know that. I was hoping to run into her one day, like up at the uh, the Taos Inn. We still have Ellie McGraw, though. Oh, yes, 82 years old. Well, what's going to happen there? I watched The Getaway for the first time this weekend. Did you really? Steve McQueen. Was there anybody cooler than Steve McQueen? Great movie. He's so cool. It really is. I read sometime years ago, he was up for some huge role that, like, won someone an Oscar. (laughs) He turned it down because he said, I won't cry on screen. I'm that cool. I'll turn down this great offer. Back to the uncool Cuomo. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't even have police. That kind of mania? That kind of madness? That'll be you. We've got to stay in the street, and we've got to we've got to demand justice. We've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. But I am. What's with the purple leopard print face mask? What is that? What's going on there? That's you know. Wonder what other kind of uh, under stuff she might have going on. You know what I'm saying? She should literally be removed for those words alone. Yes, exactly. If we don't get guilty, we are not going to go away. We're going to be in the streets. We've got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they they know that we mean business. There's just a whole lot of stupid. What, what was that uh, stupid quote we came with? All uh, kinds of week? stupid. Yeah. All kinds of stupid. There's all literally every kind of stupid is in that piece. And uh, well, no, wait, not every piece. Here's your president, Joe Biden. We don't even know what he's saying. But there you go. There's uh, there's. So you impeach Donald Trump number two for saying we're going to walk up to Capitol Hill and peacefully protest. Mm. But she's fine. She stays in office. Or threatening violence. Okay. All right. So uh, this morning, uh, Governor DeSantis declared that it is the strongest anti-rioting pro-law enforcement peace alert. Why is Florida the best place to move to in the entire country? Right it's now? looking better. Are you better. ready to go? <laughs> Dad, I'm going to buy a group home there. Right. Well, They'll take care of us in our old age. We'll East West is one of the best places I've ever been in my life. Really is. Have you oh, been there? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Hemingway. The iguanas Hemingway. are taking over, but I can put up with the iguanas because everything else is. Wonderful. Are you going to watch uh, the uh, the uh, Ken Burns Hemingway? 
Uh, maybe. Yeah. I think I'm definitely going to watch it. I my that. rabbit ears so I can still pick up PBS. Yeah, I'm so I'm, I'm crazy about Hemingway. But, uh, I was at his house about a year and a half ago. He had with the six-toed cats. cats. The six-toed cats. Yeah, the six cats. They're, all, they're all there. Beautiful lime green house, isn't yeah. it? The law summarized here hopes to prevent violent riots by criminalizing violent or disorderly riots, obstructing roadways, destroying or toppling monuments, and harassment in public accommodation. Basically, the opposite of everything that happens in the state of New Mexico (laughs) at this point. They're mirror images of each other. (laughs) All right. Let's let's talk about what's happening in Portland, right? Um, Riots. You can have them. And specifically, you can set fire to an Apple store. And churches can be set on fire as well. A group of several hundred people marched through Portland on Friday during the BLM protest. The crowd chanted, if we don't get it, shut it down. Black Lives Matter. Sergio Olmos said demonstrators are holding candles and chanting Black Lives Matter. Does does it ever get tired at this point? Who's getting paid for this? Nike pledged $40 million over four years to support the uh, black community I in all the mar- market for some new sneakers. I guess I won't be buying Nikes. Andy No noticed that Starbucks was smashed up again, right? Despite their wokeness, it happens regularly in the city. Arsonists set fire to the Apple store on two security guards who were also inside the building, according to KOIN TV reporter Jenny Young. And uh, Antifa set the Apple store on Portland fire, according to Jack Pasobiec. So there you go. That's exactly what's happening in Portland. Uh, we're a step away from Portland here in the uh, state of New Mexico, folks. And uh, L.A. County Sheriff, all oh, these sheriffs, they always come out. Uh, Manny uh, announced uh, today, uh, let's not forget, uh, his announcement video came out. He said he'll be laying out the specific plans for crime jobs and other issues. Let's not forget that Manny Gonzalez also enforced the lockdown on behalf of Michelle Lujan Grisham for nearly a year and through one Eddie Aragon out of uh, Cafe 6855. But we he has the video. <laughs> yep, we literally do. He has his announcement video has come out uh, today. He's a, he's a tiny dancer. Boy, he's a small dude. But uh, he's out there nonetheless. Glad to have him uh, in the race. Uh, uncoordinated, despite taking the same exact flight to Washington, D.C., uh, the widower of the Albuquerque homicide victim and uh, husband and Democrat to two, name them two, State police officers who lost their life uh, decided to set up a political action committee. Maybe not the smartest thing to do, but we'll see how it all comes out uh, to defeat Tim Keller. Uh, shouldn't it be more pro Manny or pro? Yeah, like, right. You know, I thought that was kind of a little odd thing, but nonetheless, I think that opens the door for a lot of other potential candidates uh, who are out there. And uh, let's get back to what's happening in the uh, sheriff's department in LA County has actually blamed the defund the police and the progressive policies for murder and the violent crime wave. According to Mr. Villanueva, criminals emboldened by progressive law enforcement policies and the defund the police movement are behind the spike in violent crime. Let's not forget, too, though, that during this exact time that he was also the sheriff of where the spike in violent crime is happening in Los Angeles. He also uh, specifically blamed Los Angeles County District Attorney Jorge Gascon, the progressive lawman who instructed or introduced quick reform to Los Angeles law enforcement just months on the job. And finally, in all this beyond Thunderdome that's happening uh, up in Minneapolis, most charges against George Floyd protesters have been dropped. The Guardian having to bring this news to uh, the other side of the pond to let us know just how, uh, it, uh, with how much hypocrisy we have. Prosecutors and law enforcement observers charged that departments carried out mass arrests as crowd control tactics, but as a means to silence uh, the police protesters as a public relations strategy decide, designed to turn public against demonstrators by making them appear more violent than they were. 
It sends a message that you might get arrested, might, if you express your views and First Amendment rights. But police absolutely should not be relying on mass arrest to control a crowd or silence people who they disagree with. Because 90% of cases were dropped or dismissed. In Dallas and Philadelphia, as many as 95% of all citations were dropped and not prosecuted. Let's go back to our first hour, Dowd. Yeah. You asked the question of uh, Officer and Detective uh, Sean Willoughby. And uh, what happened with the toppling of the obelisk and other things in Santa Fe? Anybody prosecuted? No, we're, we're still. We know for a fact that the charges were dropped. Let me get the exact name of this person because there have been about I think you know, seven or eight people were charged. We had our beautiful Lily Sage. Oh, from, Lily from Sage, rich, the uh, graduate of <laughs> Sarah Lawrence College, uh, the most happened, expensive university in the entire country. That's right. Uh, pro- this was at the uh, last uh, day of the month of March. Uh, prosecutors dismissed misdemeanor charges against a protester involved in an altercation altercation with police. Sean Sunderland, twenty five. Mm was accused of jumping on the back of an officer who was attempting to arrest another protester during an Indigenous People's Day rally as city workers tried to board up the obelisk. Uh, demonstrators attached ropes and chains and brought it down. They dropped, This guy jumped on the back of a cop who was trying to arrest someone else, and they dropped the charges. <clears throat> That's the world we live in. And meanwhile, the, Q, the Q-nuts, the Q, you know, QAnon shaman, they you know, they've yeah, arrest under, them when for they, even thinking they've that They've gone way. after hundreds of those they people go all over them, the country. They go after them for their Internet search history. Unbelievable. JFK is still alive, arrested. Mm. That's uh, exactly what you get. And uh, finally, uh, here on this, uh, we're not going to do the top ten today. Oh. Uh, no questions? Well, we could. I don't know. Uh, Brian's going to get upset if I do questions because that's when it's time to uh, turn off the station. Um the wokeness is actually creeping over to the left, and they're going after Michelle Lujan Grisham. She referred to something as, and this is state-produced documents, and this is this is really interesting, Dad, um, okay. because Michelle Lujan Grisham has now apologized, apologized, folks, for the statements that she that they made or she made to the tricultural history of the state of New Mexico, and she's apologizing for that. The uh, <clears throat> it's a myth because two point six percent of our population is African-American. There's 54,000 African-Americans here. Black community leaders demanded. They issued a statement characterizing Baca's words as racist. That would be Senator Greg Baca. They went after Michelle Lujan Grisham, and they demanded to be included because they did not like the reference to New Mexico as being a tri-cultural state. Oh, this is back in 2019, though. Yeah, it is, but the uh, article came back out uh, today. Oh. Because she's having to, uh, you know, come out and apologize. This we Black can do a better job, she said. We can. Black communities, uh, community leaders, issued a statement characterizing Baca's words as racist. Uh, another person has come forward, Mason Graham. He says we've always had a place here. We just haven't been seen. Apparently, we're not looking at black people. It does come from that kind of thinking that African Americans, being such a small population in New Mexico, don't have as much of an impact, so they don't have much of a voice or enough of a voice make a change, which is just not true. So, there you go. We're going to drive this woke and broke uh, political correctness uh, here in the state of New Mexico. Let's not forget, tomorrow we'll talk about Virgin Galactic. Uh, No worky. We'll talk about how an Albuquerque hotel has more than a dozen openings, but not one applicant (laughs) in a quarter of the U.K. population wants to work at home forever. Uh, Trumpapalooza, uh, which includes uh, Donald Trump coming back out. We're looking at his uh, post-D.C. plans. This actually looks uh, pretty good. And a lot of people fired, uh, specifically the Department of Labor. Well, it's not the Department of Labor. What is it? Workforce Solutions? Workforce Solutions, yeah. Yeah, he got uh, a nice... Did you see his uh, write-up by Mylan Simonich? 
be Valentine. I think mm. I think we, they made a love connection. I mean. <laughs> it is pretty crazy. All right, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for listening here in the Kiva Sea of Brighton early tomorrow, 4 p.m. on AM 1600 KIVA, com. Thank you, Rudy. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. 1490 KRSN 107.1 Los Alamos. And don't forget, you can get this on complete replay and repeat at rockoftalk.tv or on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV as well.